Do you want to clap us in? Do you want to clap? I would love to clap. You should clap. Okay. Yes. Oh, sorry. I just Help. clapped. Yeah. So now I'm going to have to figure out second clap. Ready? You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. Woo! And we're back again in studio uh-huh. with a friend. Are we going to do our traditional? I was waiting for it. <laughs> we I was waiting for it, it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Three, two. Hello. <laughs> I was almost worried I forgot to do how to do it. I was like, hold on. Yeah. Um. So for anyone who's like a newer listener, you might not recognize this beautiful redhead next to me or if or recognize the voice if you're just listening. But I have Pamela back. She is one of the OGs of the Salty Sex hey, cast. Indeed. So um, I'm so excited. Okay. I'm just not used to sitting on the side. I'm going to be fiddling <laughs> around with this and we'll be fine with it. It'll be fine. It'll right, be fine. I already said we can change spaces. Do it's we okay. need to switch? No, it's fine. Okay. I just need to not fiddle around with that. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. We're fine. We're it's fine. fine. <laughs> and it's and I'm not in studio. I were maybe in studio what once every fourth episode or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it have, feels like that. Yeah, so we have a lot of um, virtual be, just because they're distance, they're not in Utah guests, and so we're not. We're not using this beautiful space as often as I'd love to, but that's okay. One of these days we might have budget to fly somebody in. It's funny that basically right after the remodel, you all of a sudden went virtual. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah. great in here. Looks super good. Hi, I'm Brady. I'm pretty happy. Brady is done. I can't, I've got to give him all the credit and good like job, my leftover Thank furniture. You. That's really all <laughs> I can take credit for. <laughs> I have a green screen now. You can't see it on the camera, but this wall back here works as a perfect green screen. That's Super awesome. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Painted it Kelly green. I don't know. Jamie picked the green. I was like, I don't know. Green screen green. And she was like, I've got this. I've got this. <laughs> she was like, I'm terrible with color. She gets mad at me because I don't understand hot and cold grays. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? We are at 100. Congratulations, you guys. One that is an achievement. Like seriously, good job. It's super consistent. I remember number three when we brought Brady on. Oh yeah. 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 Holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> That's cool. So one hundredth episode. We the the podcast was born October twenty nineteen. When the world was just beautiful and naive and we had no clue the shit storm that was about to hit. (laughs) And I had just finished grad school and was just so passionate about educating people. Uh And we had met because I was one of your models as you were starting your photography, really, really getting everything put together, your website, all of that. And it has just been so amazing how much things have grown, changed, shifted, Lots of growing pains. I know for you, you've had, you've been through a lot. Yeah, I've been through a whole lot. Yeah, it's been an interesting few years, to say the least. Yeah, two and a half year recap. Go. Oh shit. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. What have I been doing in the last couple of years? Um. Still uh, working hard at growing Silk and Salt. We've been able to triple our revenue every year since we started. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's so amazing. Um, we are really focused now on um, inclusivity and education around body acceptance and self-love. And so, I don't know, I, I just feel like um, my work is is the thing I'm proudest of. It's, you know, uh, the thing that I feel is making the biggest difference in my world right now. And um, I, I got married to Henry and Amanda, and we bought a house and settled in and um, uh, living happily ever after, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, things are really good. Um and then, you know, I've been dealing with a bunch of personal stuff, too. I um, uh, 
kind of decide what I want to talk about. But um, I do want to just mention that like I um, recently completed CPT, which is a form of trauma therapy. And it took me a really long time to admit that I had experienced any trauma, <laughs> but um, I kind of, I highly recommend it for, really? for anybody that's been through either like big T trauma, you know, like an event um, that's happened in your life or little T trauma where you've just been in a, a really tumultuous or unsupportive or, you know unhealthy um, environment over an extended period of time. What does CPT stand for? If you don't Cognitive, cognitive Processing Therapy. Oh, okay. So it's related to CBT, which is Cognitive Behavioral Yeah, that's therapy. why I was like, hold on. And I was starting to say behavioral, and I was like, uh -huh. nope, P. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, it was developed by the, um, uh, what are they, the VA, right? Oh, the Veterans okay. um, Association. So um, to, to help... Uh, combat veterans with their PTSD, but uh, after a short while, they figured out that it can help with all kinds of trauma, and there are a lot of therapies that can help with trauma, too, but anyway, I just, I had no idea how pervasive it is in our culture, mm. and, like, how really, honestly, everyone needs to look into it to figure out if they're a candidate, because it's the majority of people have experience some kind of trauma that has had lasting consequences so yeah oh thank you so much for being vulnerable and talking about that and it it really is something that more people um i mean it just benefits to talk about it right you know yeah. model that behavior kind of uh it probably doesn't hurt that your one of your spouses is a you know therapist the therapist 100 i have to admit <laughs> that like it is a beautiful and a terrible thing being married to a therapist like, she's amazing um she is such a good therapist she's also helped me see um the difference between good therapy and terrible therapy there's a mm. lot of terrible therapy out there and um you know she's kind of nudged me in the right directions of maybe you should go get an assessment for this and she helped henry figure out that he has adhd and that's been amazing so yeah oh it's really fine. beneficial but god damn it i hate it how much she's right right yeah <laughs> it makes me so damn mad <laughs> you're just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do you ever have to tell her, like, hey, don't analyze me right now? No, but we were at a party last night and someone said that to her. <laughs> <laughs> don't analyze me right yeah. now. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's like Brady being married to a dietitian, right? Yeah, don't yeah. watch me eat. Don't watch me eat. He does. He right. tells her all the no, time. Don't, don't judge totally, me. <laughs> See, totally and, I, and I'm, sense. you know, yeah. I'm married to an accountant that I'm like, yeah, don't watch me do math. Don't, don't watch me math. <laughs> I don't Don't watch. watch me spend money. Look away as I like <laughs> scan the, the card. card. Yeah, but that's actually why we have separate bank accounts. There there was oh. just too many things in early in our marriage. So I was like, you know, this works really well. We were really great at our dual budget, but then we have our own separate for our own spending. So there's never any. That is so smart. And, you know, that's another thing that I've really enjoyed the last couple of years is um, Bert and I separated. We're still legally married, but, um, you know, I'd, I had had joint finances with somebody since I was 17 years old. I got married super young. <laughs> and so now we have, we still share finances, but we also have, you know, everything like after certain bills are paid, we just divide everything equally. And that's what works for us. So I have my own money. <laughs> For the first time, I get to decide, like, where I spend my money, and nobody has anything to say about it, and it's amazing. What's that been uh, like? It's been incredibly empowering and mm. liberating. Yeah, because... Um, oh, that face you just made really showed it. Like, that was kind of... That was very <laughs> tigress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like... Yeah, I got that. Fuck you, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, nerve wracking in some cases too because you know I had it's your own mistakes. It's my <laughs> own mistakes. I, I don't really have anybody to rescue me, but I do. Like I have partners who, to fall back on if if something went terribly wrong. Yeah, um, they would absolutely help. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just nice having that independence. It makes me feel more like an adult. Wow. Well, and just to have a marriage of 25 years, uh -huh. 20, 25, 25, Jesus. 
Um, sorry, that's just a I long know, time. It it's a really long time. And and how terrifying that is to separate and how c- complicated it could easily be yeah. to find something that works for both of you and that you feel so empowered. And because yeah. usually that's a lot of a, a reason a lot of people stay. Yeah. So they're like, I have no clue what it's going to look like. And, and that's very I have scary. no work yeah. um, experience because I have been a homemaker or I have been this, that, or the other, or yeah. I have some other in-laws that are going through a very, very bad financial something as they're separating. And I'm like, Whoo. I have to <sighs> give it to Bert. He has been absolutely wonderful through this entire process. We are still so close. We have a great relationship. It's just not a romantic one. One for and your kids. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes a difference, I think. But, um, but he has, you know, he is the whole time said, whatever you need to do for you, I support. And, you know, he understands that, like, our relationship was not the healthiest because of just how it began and how it formed over the years. And that I never had the chance to individuate because I mm. got married so young. And he wanted me to have the opportunity to grow into a fully formed person and he is, he's just a wonderful man. He's selfless and kind. And, um, I mean, that's one reason I stayed with him for 25 years, you know? Um, but, uh, like in, in terms of being a romantic partner, not, not a great fit, but in every other way. Yeah. It's wonderful. Bravo to, for you to see that and have that self-awareness of, Hey, you're a great person. That's maybe that's why we've had such a, you know, we, we work together, but for me, that's maybe not what I need. I have different needs than just great for other people, right? Your definition of great and my definition of great or my needs, someone else's needs are very different. I, I think that's a big thing where that I'm at is, is okay. I was a mom at 19. Yeah. My kids are starting to become really, in, not really, really independent, but they're becoming in tem- independent enough. I'm like, oh, I have more time for myself and what I want. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, what do I want? <laughs> I don't know what this looks like and I don't know what it feels like. Um, but so it, that's been my recent journey in therapy is yeah. just how do you recognize needs and how do you recognize when needs aren't being met? <laughs> that's a, cool. It's a really common story. So oh, yeah. I work with a lot of women who are going through some kind of crisis, who are in the middle of divorce, just finished divorce, just, you know, um, or, um, you know, sometimes they come to me because they want this transformative experience and they just um, maybe are with like a kind of emotionally abusive partner and want to feel beautiful and sexy because their partner doesn't do that for them. And so I hear so many of these stories about how, oh, I got married so young or I had kids so young or even, you know, I, I was just in relationships my entire Mm. life and none of them were healthy. Like, I don't know what that looks like. And, um, all the things that you're saying are exactly what they say. Just like they get into their late thirties or early forties. And for the first time in their lives, they're thinking about who am I and what do I want? Cause I've never asked myself those questions before. Right. And I was just looking at Brady and I'm like, is this a, a phenomenon that you have experienced or you think men go through, or is this more of just kind of the modern day woman experience? I feel like, I feel like men can experience it. Yeah. Like it's not something that they don't. I f- but I think I th- like my experience anyways was that uh I experienced it faster. Like with my first Younger. marriage. Yeah, I, I experienced it okay. yeah, sooner yeah. and because like my first serious job was the military and so I had a structure and a and a and a support and then like as that was winding down and I realized I wasn't going to have that Sort of like, well, I don't have to follow this rule anymore. I don't yeah. have to follow that rule anymore. And then I was kind of like, the fuck do I want? And then I was like, oh, well, I don't want to be treated like this in yeah. the relationship I was in at the time. And so I, you know, jump shipped and reorganized my whole life without therapy. You didn't jump ship. 
you ended a, a relationship. Sounds like you just left her. Yeah, but. no, I didn't do that. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, it was, you know, there were efforts made to sort of like try to salvage things and stuff like that. But yeah, um, but it was in the middle of a, a therapy session where I was finally like, you know, I asked the therapist to talk alone for a minute and he, he was like, what's up? And I was like, I don't want this to work. Mm. Like, even if we can make it to work, I don't want it to work. I just, I've got to be, I've got to sort my things out and I can't do that with this around like, and like, like by this, and I don't mean her, but I mean like the, the chaos that sort of just came with us being yeah. too no, young when we got together. Yeah. yeah. And so I think, uh, like if I were to look at, my peer group, I would say that they're more likely to experience it um, maybe a little younger. Hmm. Um, and I think that's just because men are more likely to um, be the ones in the work environment um, to live independently. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they kind of be away from things and then have to come home to things. And they, they just have more opportunities, mm -hmm. I think, to discover who they are to be challenged in different ways and then men are more respected in our culture as individuals whereas women mm -hmm. are still seen in many communities especially extremely conservative communities mm -hmm. as an appendage to a man i wonder if you were to look at like studies or something if there's a difference between like the religious and this and the secular communities mm -hmm. and then like conservative communities versus more liberal communities mm -hmm. if you know, it's better off on one side or the other. Cause yeah. Because like, like you said, like religion tends to make women property or an appendage uh -huh. of the man. And then the man's a little bit more likely accessory. to be like an accessory. Yeah. I prefer accessory. Okay. No, just so, yeah. I did refer to myself as a travel accessory. I don't like to plan vacations. You just I've, like I've, to go. I just like to show up. <laughs> I will have fun. I will, I will make sure it's a great time for everyone. Yeah. But I don't want to make the booking i don't want to make the itinerary all of that so i was like i'm a travel accessory i'm not <laughs> i like to travel when i don't have to plan i'm fine paying i don't I, want to plan it i'm not sure if jamie likes to plan but she tends to be really good at it and then i just go along she's just really good at yeah yeah like being on top of things i've noticed anyway i'm so sorry didn't mean to no, 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 but okay. that was, it was just yeah. a fun i just got back from instead Orlando. of being an appendage you're gonna be an accessory how was mm -hmm. orlando it was really fun so we did we did the whole disney world and like universal with our kids they're you know 12 10 and 8 so it was just a really Perfect great time. age for that i yeah. was like we they really wanted to go to hawaii because we said okay the world's kind of opening up again where yeah. do you all want to go we've been saving for a big family trip it's spring break what do you all want to do and they all wanted to do hawaii but i was like you know by the time we do another big trip and and I don't know if you all want to do this. You'll be older. Yeah. It's just like, this is the time now or never. So our little Potter head had so much fun I at all bet. the Harry Potter stuff. Oh my gosh. I got, I got a wand and then got mocked because I don't know my wands, but I got Peter Pettigrew's wand because I'm like snakes. That's, it, was, it was a really cool wand. Okay. And both of you are laughing at me. Uh, yeah. Well, I am, uh, you know, a Slytherin. So are it was fun. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Every, I, I've not taken. I've not had a different answer, and I've taken multiple assessments, like yeah. on different websites no, and stuff. They're always. Completely see that. Yeah. Yeah. So very motivated. <laughs> what about you, Brady? Oh, I'm a Slytherin. Are you a Slytherin too? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Jamie's a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. We uh we Huffle what are you? Puff? You think I'm I would a say, Hufflepuff? I don't know. I that was the so, only one we haven't said. <laughs> I don't really so know them. I'm so offended right now. I would say Gryffindor or Slytherin. I'm a Gryffindor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. According to Pottermore. Yeah. Well, you look like a Weasley. Well, you so. look like a Weasley. <laughs> it's, just, it's just logical. <laughs> oh, I'm great. just teasing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It yeah. was super fun. The weather was beautiful. Oh, um, it, you know, definitely pricey. Uh, but that's so I was like, next time I drop that kind of cash, I'm going to be half naked on a beach with a drink in my hand the whole fucking time. Well, that's what I pictured. <laughs> yeah. And like, I was, I was going to hit you up and be like, Hey, did you get to see any of the like topless beaches or anything or the, not the topless. I, I don't think they have top. I think they're nudist beaches. No, they're, we didn't go to any beach. Oh, we okay. were, we were like, it's weird when at you stay resort. at a resort anywhere near the beach. Yeah, they're really. not. It's and when you have kids, the idea yeah. of getting away is just impossible. Right. Well, and at the resort, they do a really good job. So if you're at like a Universal Resort or a Disney Resort, they have like the shuttles that get you to the parks and everything. But it is, it does give me a little bit of um, 
anxiety or like claustrophobia because you can't like just get up and go somewhere like you have to take their shuttle or you can order an uber which is like triple the price yeah but so i'm just like they have me stuck on the compound i can't get away (laughs) (laughs) i can only go to this place or this place but it was it was really really nice and i was like holy shit i made such an effort to i planned all the social media posts i did every all the facebook editing or the uh, podcast editing everything so, so i could just wouldn't have to think completely about it go yeah and then coming back i was like i don't realize how much i do until i don't do anything and then you're like oh i do a lot and then i was just like trying to get back into like the thought process of like planning and everything and i was just dropping balls left and right and i was like fuck oh i, I need told a you de- you do too much. <laughs> like, yeah I, just, <laughs> like, I need to just declutter at 5 a.m to go to the gym who does that like that's 4 30 thanks but no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> don't discount me but, yeah. it used to be uh 4 30 so it's five now, i but. really have grown to love the parks like bird and i actually just went to disneyland <gasps> for three days really? last month uh-huh. yeah and had an amazing time just you and bert yeah just me and bert i told you like we're really tight just well no, awesome. just like really adults like no kids well, we originally planned on taking our middle child um, as a like congratulations for completing treatment, but um, she didn't complete treatment, and unfortunately, she's not doing too well. Um, mm-hmm. And we were like, well, we could cancel the trip, or we could still go and have fun. Yeah. And so we decided to do the latter, and we had an amazing time. We stayed at a hotel like directly across the street from. So you just walked the over. park. So we, yeah, we just like walked right there, and um, yeah, we actually scheduled another one for December. We're gonna stay on site. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> We're so excited. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice that we can we have that with each other that we both really love doing dorky things like going to Disney. So. That's great. See, and I was just going to say how much I hate Disney. I was like, this just solidified. I was like, we did one day at Magic Kingdom. And I was like, this sucks. It wasn't fun for me. Okay, but there's a right way and a wrong way. Does it suck because of the people that are there or because it actually sucks? There's well, plus like the thrill rides, like I'm a thrill ride kind of person. I do love the atmosphere. Like that's pretty cool. I mean, just every detail has an intention and a purpose. Yeah. That stuff I think is cool, but I'm like, I'd rather just hang out at Lagoon for some rides. Really? Yeah. yeah if I'm no, going to stand in line for two and a half hours, like... You want to be loaded so, into a slingshot at the end of that two and no, a half hours? No, no, I don't like those oh, rides. okay. <laughs> but we did wait for two and a half hours for the new um, Star Wars ride, Rides of oh, the Resistance, yeah, we, I think. we waited for that like was 15 amazing. minutes because oh. we bought the upgrade See, and... Oh, wow. That, I would would say, is worth it. Yeah, I would not go to Disney without it. No, absolutely not. Like, being able to skip lines and, like, plan out your whole day and also... Be like, ha fuckers, as you're walking by. (laughs) Yeah, like... (laughs) Sucks for you. Yeah. This is why Mariah would get shanked in prison. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't even make it out of holding and someone would be trying to stab you. (laughs) But, yeah, and I also won't go with, like, more than four people anymore. Oh, smart. That's what I've noticed. The smaller groups we have done Disney with like my husband's family. And I'm just like, you know, it's more of like, hey, we're all going to do our own things. We'll meet for lunch because I'm not following you all around. And then it's like bathroom stops every five minutes. But even meeting your party for lunch, it's just it's so stressful. Like, it's just cool to be there with a couple of other people. That sounds fun. Have you guys ever heard of Freddie Wong? No. He used to do YouTube videos. But uh, one of the things he would do is every year he would like talk people into skipping going to work and meeting him at a theme park because everybody was at work so the theme park was like empty uh-huh. and so like his followers would meet him at the theme park and it was like always that's a- so cool that's not the case anymore there yeah. are no empty theme parks yeah no. now they're just always loaded right yeah yeah i was gonna say that's everyone meet you- us at lagoon on no, yeah sure. you probably went to like during spring break time so it's probably yeah. so crowded Packed. so we always go like during off the downtime season. yeah yeah, so just like you said, there is a right and a wrong way for sure. If you go often enough, you get those cute, yeah. like clues and you know what works. Or just read all the blogs. My mom like my mom used to hate blogs. this about my dad, but he would wait for school to start and then schedule his vacation. Because then we would go to all the theme park stuff and we had the place to ourselves. That's so smart. Yeah, 
And then like what? I missed a week of yeah, the cares? first week yeah. of school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who John Tyler is, the whatever president of the United <laughs> States. Like I'm doing fine. You along with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so have you seen the, speaking of Orlando, have you seen the, the um, new program out where the real estate agent sells nudist real estate? No. No, she sells homes within nudist communities. Oh, that's and, like, fun. Specializes in just that. That's so smart. And that her, would be cool. They're like kind of knit. Well, house showing, and then she's like, "Okay, closing the door," and they all strip off to just go walk. In. Well, they, they show up kidding. naked. Like she she picks them up in her car, and they're naked. Oh, and she drives them to the house that they want to buy, and I then hope they there's plastic in the back seat. Um. They usually bring a towel. Yeah, I feel like they're ma- something. They it's like ed- ed- etiquette. We've learned. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is most of her, her most of her employees are textiles, so they don't. They're not nudists. They don't participate in like nudist activities. So they're just sort of like, ah, like they don't know what to do as they're working for. So it's a. It, oh, that's funny. It's a, it's like <laughs> you know reality TV. Like part of it seems a little scripted, but it's well, pretty, pretty funny to every watch. Every reality show has a scripted component. Yeah, just like our show. Just kidding. <laughs> It's very obviously. Oh, well, I've missed a lot of meetings. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This is probably the part of the show where we should mention we didn't plan anything for today. We did it. So I was just going to segue into uh, tell me what's going on and how everything you were saying tripled income every year from the the triple revenue. Treven- revenue. <laughs> Making up words you again. Okay over there? Nope, I'm not. And it's all been all day. So something's going on. <laughs> um, but what else is going on? I've I've heard lots of things, and I've just been watching from afar. Um, tell me what your, things you've heard, and I'll tell you if they're true. <laughs> your retreat. You guys are going to Vegas. You guys are going. Oh, Mateusz yeah. was in Italy. Italy. Yeah. So like just amazing things for this. Yeah. So we we went to Vegas just for WPPI, which is the, don't say it's just for it. That's well, a really cool. It, to, yeah. I mean, it was it was cool. Um, What's WPPI? It is the Wedding and Portrait Photographers International Conference. Oh. So they'll they do like a, a print competition and um, they do classes and workshops and it's just a really great edu- educational opportunity for um, photographers, mostly wedding photographers, but you also get a splash of maternity and boudoir, which is what we do and you know some other different. You know, there's even pet photographers there, oh. <laughs> and it's it's just cool to like see all of the um, prints that won awards and to meet some of the like your heroes in photography and stuff like that. So um, that was great. And then um, my thruple, Amanda and Henry and I all did a photo shoot with Marco Ibina. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Ibinas. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> um, and sure. Marco. We know Marco. Marco. Yeah. You, you guys know Marco. Marco. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> and that was fabulous and amazing because, I mean, we've done photo shoots with Mateusz, obviously, but um, this just was... Just different styles. Yeah, it's always could, so fun. We could get like a little spicier with Marco because I don't work with him. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really, really fun. And then um, Mateusz actually just got back from Venice. He um, was doing a workshop there with Vincent Peters, who I'm sure you guys don't know, but if you are at all in the world of photography, you know this name. He I feel like I've heard the name black Vincent and white, Peters. Very yes. bold, contrasting. I have heard of it um, yeah. and and obviously have seen Mateusz just post about it. Oh, so yeah. that's why I was okay. like, okay. You're aware, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I might follow him on Twitter. Oh, really? Believe it or not, yeah. Okay, so um, I don't know. I'm not on Twitter, but um, <laughs> but Vincent does um, mainly celebrity fashion photography. Like that's his little wheelhouse, and um, he's just one of the the best in the world. And he never teaches, like never teaches, and somehow. The workshop um, organizers talked him into teaching at this workshop, and Mateusz was like, this is an hour-never situation. <laughs> like, I have to go. Hell and so yeah. we said, yeah, fuck yeah, let's make it happen. 
and oh he learned so much. He's so pumped. Um, just from the photos he's posted, I'm like amazing for one to have models like that. Like Jesus, of course. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it helps, right? Yeah. And being in Venice, it's hard to take a bad picture in Venice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful <laughs> backdrop everywhere. Yeah, but he's also so incredibly talented. Like it's, I've just seen because you know I met him at the beginning of his photography career. Like we we've grown this business together from the beginning, and I have seen him grow by leaps and bounds it has been amazing like every year he is just far surpassed my expectations and so he's yeah he's definitely going places that's for sure I think he's gonna be a Vincent Peters someday oh at which point I will be retired because I am much older than him but I know I think when you told me his age I was like he's how yeah I know no way he definitely is just a carries himself with so much, much confidence confidence maturity and just is very aware um very very great person to get you at ease and just enjoy the experience yeah. when you know you're getting good photos and it's not like a joke or it's like this silly experience you know it's just a he just has a really great professional yeah but he at puts ease. everyone at ease he, mm-hmm. that is just one of his greatest talents because um every single client pretty much comes into our studio incredibly nervous and anxious hmm. um, because they're having to take their underwear off or not underwear off necessarily, but their clothes off and wear their underwear in front of people they hardly know. And that's incredibly vulnerable. And just as soon as they start shooting with him, like 10 minutes into it, I just see them all relax and start having fun. And it's just his personality. You know, mm-hmm. he's just so good at making you feel like um, seen significant not objectified, you know, and um, so I, yeah, I love him for that. I that work that has to be really important too, right? Like not feeling objectified has got to be really important if you're dealing with people who, like you Hell, said, have some yes. trauma. That's like the number Hell, one yes. thing. Yeah. yeah. Just for, you know, body image, body positivity. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, huge part of it is, you know, you're not just this item to be seen or to be viewed or to be judged. It's an experience. It's a but you also get a product out of it, which is kind of cool too. That's true. And not kind of cool. Like that's one of the best cool. parts. Cause then you can relive <laughs> that memory every time you see it. But. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And you know, after being in this industry for a few years and seeing other people work and seeing other people's work, um, I realize how rare and unique Mateusz is like mm. someone who is that talented. Cause he's an award, intuitive award winning. Yeah. Photographer. You, you all have won several amazing. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be that talented, but also that good with clients and that like golden hearted, like he just has the best intentions for everybody. And that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super lucky. So I one, really am. one of the things that I was thinking of, uh, when Mariah called and was like, I haven't really done a whole lot of prep work. And I was like, well, I didn't think we needed to, cause this throw is, me under the bus fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I was no, just, I like, really was like, oh, I don't know. I was just excited for 100. I didn't even think of like what to bring to 100. <laughs> well, I felt like it was going to be one of the easiest, like sort of no prep episodes. So I was like, I got an idea. And so, okay. but what I was curious about is like, I was wondering if, you would speak to maybe something that was memorable to you on the episodes that you were a part of, or mm. like maybe a favorite episode when you were doing it or something that stood out to you. And you were like, Oh, or just the podcast experience. I don't know if you've had her back on, but when you did the, or when we did the episode with um, Molly Mormon, mm-hmm. the stripper, I was so impressed by that woman. She has her own podcast right now. Does she really? Yes. That is fantastic. I'm, and I'm not so surprised. Embarrassed. She's going places. Yeah, she is just very intellectual. I mean, just what a wonderful person to talk to. Yeah. Um, shoot, is it Confessions with Molly Mormon or Confessions with the Stripper? I'm so embarrassed that I don't remember it, but um, that's okay. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's Googleable. Yeah, but you know, she is so smart. And knows herself so well. She just seems so centered. Um, yeah, I was just, I loved everything about that interview. I was like, I don't even need to ask questions. Just talk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It was super fun. And just how full our room was that one time. We got like the selfie with everybody. I think um, uh, Abby was there. Bert was there. I think. Who else? 
I, it was, I just, was, it was googling quite a, quite Molly Mormon. Oh, okay, you're good. <laughs> I was trying to help. Uh, what was the, what's your people. question? What are we talking about? We just had quite a few people in the room that day, and it was just really funny. I think it was the oh, busiest was like our studio packed. ever got. Yeah. Yeah, we were all like, Abby was here. Uh, I think even Mia might have been here. Possibly. Yeah, I think, yeah, she, I think was. she was in that photo. Yeah. yeah. We can look back. It's on our social media. Oh. Super fun. She signed the door. I, I think well, she was one of the first people to sign the door. Oh, really? Because I, I was like, it there's no way she's feel walking like it's out that without long signing ago. something. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> That was a really fun episode, and then it was like cool to, because I've been a patron at a strip club, but I've never really thought about what it's like to be a stripper, and so I got to ask some of those questions, and like some of the answers, I was like, oh, well, shit, you know, because like one of the, you know, I'd asked a stripper one time, like, tell me about your tattoo, and apparently they get asked so much that they just start making stuff up. I would, yeah. So, which I get, because. Yeah, yeah, they need some entertainment out of it, too. Yeah, I get, I get bored, too, with mm-hmm. certain questions, mm-hmm. so, yeah, you start playing games, and. Yeah, <laughs> I just was surprised when she told me about one of her coworkers uh, starting a relationship, or maybe she had started a relationship with someone who was a patron. And I was like, "Can't see that happening." Yeah, I just like yeah. I have a hard time seeing it from either perspective. Of yeah. like, why would you want to? It's not well. I mean, it's not necessarily as, as yeah. a stripper. Like, why would you want? Yeah, to it start could a be a recipe a for yeah, yeah. for but, things and so. But at the same time, if that's your social network, that's pretty much the only time you go sure. out and see people and meet that's people. True. And I know they do a lot of things like after the club is closed, they go and hang out. So if like that patron is like there a lot, it's like, okay, now you're just part of like this group, this family. Yeah, It's almost like coming to a restaurant or like a bartender. Yeah. Someone who's just like there frequently and then maybe hang out. I have a couple other friends that are part of that Mm -hmm. like workplace. So before she told us that, I was like, that's a myth. Nobody dates strippers. (laughs) It doesn't happen. Like they, I mean, they have like yeah. no, like patrons. Well, Every like strippers rose has don't. a thorn. Isn't that what that song's about? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I was. Just I almost sang like, it, but I decided. No. Every rose. <laughs> Thank you, Brady. Um, yeah, I just remember thinking like, oh, I wouldn't think that your average and I like I feel like strippers derogatory now. Like I want to call them something dancer. else. Dancer. That's I feel like you're exotic dancer. Exotic dancer, dancer yeah. I feel like your average adult performer. Adult I, mean, performer. So I think they should be called athletes. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. The most athletic ability. And I'm like, okay, I can shake it. I can move it. But I'm like, holy shit what they do with their leg in the pole. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. Nope. No, nope. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I tried pole dancing once. It was a disaster. <laughs> it was not doesn't, yeah, I feel like uh, we probably have pretty similar stories. I was bruised. I was angry. <laughs> Frustrated. <laughs> I'm just so bottom um, heavy. That was yeah, a really good just episode. Sound so fun. the another one that I really liked, and I, I can't remember their name, but it was um, the first person that talked to us about gender neutrality. It was one, a really early guest. Gender neutrality. Yeah, or trans. I don't, I don't know if we were talking about. Trans. Was it Madison? Can can? Nope. No. No, it was somebody else. I will have to go back and look at the episodes yeah. to remember well, their name. Well, sometimes they blur together for me, but, too. I was like, okay, it could be this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know we had them on twice. And it, it was just uh, so edifying for me at just the right time. Because later that year, my oldest child came out as gender neutral. Mm. And I think it was because they had heard that episode that they felt comfortable coming out to me. I'm guessing. Um, But it helped me feel more um, grounded in how to respond. How, you know, um, and helped me remember to use the correct pronouns and just all of the things. So I just, I really, really enjoyed learning. I learned so much when I was hosting the show. I really did. It was. That's super fun. Fantastic. You learn about like, I mean, of course you learn about topics from the, the guests that we have, but just how much I've learned about myself, just being able to like speak it out loud and like work things out. And I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Could be this or um what it just solidified is that we are not static beings we are always changing and growing there's always a new thing 
And to so, you know, to even just start a marriage or a relationship and say, this is how our relationship's always going to be. It's going to be so different. There's always things. Brady, what are you still looking for? Are you? Looking I was looking for the, for name? the name. Yeah, I think it's Andy. <laughs> okay, oh. thank you. So I also have a client named Andy. Mm-hmm who is kind of exploring their gender. And so I had the name Andy in my head, but I was like, that can't be it because that's my client. So, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, it was Andy. Andy, was awesome. who, who is also an educator, a gender ed- educator and for um, a few other organizations in Utah. So yeah. super cool. Yeah. Yes. One of the things that stood Andy. out to me a lot that I thought was a huge, like, well, I, can't, I don't feel like I can say ballsy move anymore, but it was like very brave of you two was when you had Mike on. Yeah. For the, um, sex offender episode and just having that story. I think it's so important to tell both sides of that story, you know, cause we, we hear the victim side and don't get me wrong. I am aware there's a lot of victim shaming that happens when it comes to sexual assault, but, um, you know, just, being able to talk to someone who's like, I take responsibility for what I did and this is what's wrong with the system. This mm-hmm. is what needs to be changed. So important to hear. It was, it so was a really easy. brave moment. Cause I don't, there was not a lot of people I think that would be willing to even have that conversation. Yeah. So I thought that was very, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that refuse to listen to the episode. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but well, well and it's just, it's so easy to demonize that action and say, you know what, you're the worst per- kind of person on this planet. We just need to shove you all in a corner in a dark yeah. island, you know, or dark island on an island or a dark room. And I added those together anyway. Um, but that does not get us the answers we're looking for. It does not get it us the, the interventions yeah. that when do we intervene? How do we educate our children or anyone else? Um, you know, if we're just thinking our own biases in there, it's not going to help any growth or change. It yeah. is hard to hear that story. It is hard to hear stories like that. Um, and it is really easy just to err on the side of like, oh, you're a trash human being. But really, yeah. it's just, is everyone, you know, defined by their mistakes? And we always say, you know, there's always a humanistic part of everyone and there's always that you know shitty mistake you made or multiple mistakes or whatever but we are consistently trying to just be better as a society so it's hard it was hard one of my favorite grateful to have that insight for the other side of that one of my favorite guests was sheila um who spoke about sex with disability Mm -hmm. because i owe her a dance but we had to wait till covid's (laughs) over and i don't know if that's just ever going to (laughs) happen Well, we'll have so, to go visit her. I'm still yeah. in contact with her. So yeah. okay. if you I, I owe her a dance. So, okay. cause I promised her we'd go dancing after oh, that's COVID. So sweet. She would so. love that. She's been out She's dancing so a little cool. bit. I've seen some photos. <laughs> so. Sheila. Sheila. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't know Sheila very well. <laughs> Breaking my heart. <laughs> well, I, I, she is a girl around town. <laughs> She's like a player. Ah. A player. Yeah. Well, I can't blame her. <laughs> Oh, love it. She's so cute. I love that woman. And you are doing your body image retreat. Oh, yeah. That's right. You mentioned that as well. So that's a big one. Yeah. Our business is um, having a retreat up in um, what's it called? Sundance area, you know, where they do the film festival Mm -hmm. um, in June. And um, basically, it's going to be four days and three nights of um, slumber party slash <laughs> slash uh, body acceptance education. And so we're going to, you know, make meals for everybody. There's a hot tub. We're going to have like a fun, you know, silly middle school style slumber party the first night. But then we're also going to have a therapist come in who specializes in body image and eating disorders. And she's going to lead a workshop. We also have someone coming in who's going to teach us some self-defense to help us feel empowered. Um, It's someone who... If you guys ever need a firearms instructor. (laughs) We'll keep you in mind. Brady just wants to be invited to the slumber party. (laughs) I don't have anything to wear. That's why you want to be invited to the slumber <laughs> oh, party. <come> on. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, we have a, a Krav Maga. Krav Maga instructor coming to teach us just how to be alert, like how, what to look for to know Awareness. when there's danger mm-hmm. and then how to respond. So it's not all about like what moves are you going to use? It's not yeah. actually going to be that physical. It's just going to be like how well, the to fight, be prepared. The fight's like the last step of the defense mechanism, it is. right? It like, should be. Like yeah. if you can That's your final de-escalate defense. it before then, you're going to be a lot better Or just off. be aware of like when things are, yeah, yeah okay, I'm going to separate myself or ask a friend to come with or whatever. Yeah, and be aware of your surroundings too so that you can keep yourself safe and then we're also going to do a photo shoot yeah yeah super fun i don't know if i want to admit it but jamie makes fun of me for this but when i pull up to a gas station before i walk in i stop and i look to make sure it's not being robbed (laughs) like before i go in have you ever been into a gas station that has been no because i look being robbed So you've never not looked is what you're saying. Yeah, I've well, ever since like joined the military, I've always uh, kind of like looked. And so like I pay attention to stuff. Like I'll stop yeah. at a grocery store and before I go in, it's like, well, there's no smoke coming out. So that's actually kind of a form of PTSD though. You know, even if you haven't gone into combat, if you've been through basic training, there's a chance that you have some, you know, kind of milder version of PTSD that creates this hypervigilance. Well, I also carry a gun most of the time. Yeah. And I don't want to just like walk into a situation. Let's be honest. That's probably with a, not necessary in day-to-day life in America yeah, for, for, for the protection, most part. Right? Yeah. Right? Have you ever like, had, to, you use ever had to use it? I don't <laughs> want to say. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. But I, all have I'm, you whipped your gun out, Brady? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll talk off air. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was I going to ask? I had a question. Slumber party that. that you wanted to be invited. No, no, I'm I don't want to come to the slumber party. Krav I'm just saying that is what we were talking about. The the retreat. Do you have any tickets left? I have or one. Ah, uh, I was one like, left. how many? So how many total will be there? There will it's like be really exclusive. Eight, it's very exclusive. So there will be eight total just participants, just straight up participants. But then we'll, we'll be bringing other people like um, EJ and I will both be there to lead it the entire time. And then the, the therapist is actually going to stay there the whole time because I really I oh, asked cool. her, can you come for the party, too? Because I really want her to get to know the women and bond with them before she starts teaching. So yeah. it's not therapy that she's doing, just to be clear. It's not therapy. It's education. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and, um, and then also my wife is coming. (laughs) So it'll be a nice small group. Um, but it's, it's going to be an incredibly empowering experience for everyone. Oh my gosh. I'm shocked to even have one left. I know. I thought they were all going to be picked up when you were like the early bird pricing and everything and i was like we we had somebody that kind of claimed it and then they decided not to so so technically it was all sold out for a moment (laughs) so you were right mariah good job (laughs) that's the most important thing yeah (laughs) golf clap me sir uh no it just sounds like i i understand how much work and everything goes into planning something like that so it's so exciting just be able to get that beautiful location uh, yeah. in june that you're all doing this and, i well, was like we booked it like way ahead yeah too yeah. but it's really an important part of our business's mission it's super so cool. we're hoping that we can do these a couple of times a year in the future and we may i mean i don't know this isn't the experiment right so when we you guys do our, your nudist one let me okay let me know. <laughs> There will actually probably be oh, you want to be a the good nudist deal one. of nudity at this okay. one, too. Well, I don't know. At least, like, you're going to be given the option to be nude for the photo shoot. Because the whole idea is, like... Empowerment, em- body yeah, positivity. Yeah, like, learning to be okay with the body you're in. And the reason I'm not saying to love the body you're in is because that is an unrealistic expectation for most of us to go from hating our bodies... <laughs> To loving our bodies. Sure. But to go from hating our bodies to accepting that this is my body and I'm going to love it sometimes and other days I'm going to have really hard days. That's really the place we want to get to next. Well, and then that just, again, alleviates the pressure I have to. Exactly. It's a lot of pressure. How fast my body changes. 
I just fell in love with that stretch mark and now I'm another one. Jesus. Exactly. No. <laughs> right. But. And we all age. Like I, I have aged dramatically in the last couple of years because I've been under so much stress. And I think you look great. Oh, for the record. Oh, just a haircut and a nose ring. Stop. Nothing. Yeah, it's the only thing I've noticed. But I mean, I but I feel it. You know what I mean? Like I feel mm. it in my body. And even if it's not obvious to everybody else, I see it in the mirror. Oh, mm. and you know, like I'm going to. This I definitely know that feeling. For, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to this workshop as much for myself as I am for everybody else. You know, that's I the think, best thing to do. I think You're we like, all need yes. it. But it's like if you. Um, you know, if you're uh, feeling terror, you know, like if you're having body image issues and you come to this place where like, I love my body, it's going to be like four and a half seconds before you grow older or gain weight, which we really want to teach people is not a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Like the whole diet culture, the idea that you have to be a certain size to be healthy, complete bullshit mm -hmm. it's just bonkers um yeah so we we really preach like health at every size that dieting is bad yeah without exception <laughs> um, i turn away nearly 80 percent of the people who contact me for health coaching because they want dieting or because they, want, they want me to give them a meal plan and an exercise plan and i said that's not what i do yeah um, you know, we are gaining wellness, not losing weight or like we're, yeah. we're wellness or health. Um, and so it's, it's a very, very difficult thing. I, that's when most of my stuff, I just do education more than, yeah. more than coaching. Um, I do absolutely love it, but it is, it's hard. Our culture just has its claws in everybody. Yeah. So the therapist that we have coming, she teaches intuitive eating. Mm -hmm. I love that. It is so hard for our culture to grasp the idea that we should eat whatever our body tells us and I think a lot of that goes back to the trauma stuff because when you've been through trauma you're not in, in tune with your body's signals mm -hmm. um, that's trauma causes that separation and um, people just don't know how to listen to their no. bodies at all well even like learning boundaries and having to learn your body and like cues of like hey red alert <laughs> i don't like that yeah or i do love this but i don't know and that's just being really in tune um being in tune um what's the whole practice of like mindfulness and yeah. meditation and how that really can help you yeah. gain more awareness it really does work Within it all. Yeah, it all ties into that. cradled the mic because I keep hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing that we'll be focusing on at the retreat is um, um, self-compassion. Mm. So specifically by the researcher Kristen Neff. If you guys haven't heard of her, go look up her book immediately. It's called Self-Compassion. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> and um, she also has one for women called Fierce Self-Compassion. Um, and her, her work, it's amazing to me that like, she was the first researcher to actually ask the question, like, what is the role of self-compassion mm. in our mental health? And she's been doing this for more than 20 years now. Um, and she does workshops and stuff, but honestly, just reading her book and like applying the things that she teaches makes a world of difference um so that's yeah that's just another thing that we're gonna be talking about and it's something that you have to practice in your life you can't read day. one book or do one workshop or even one weekend retreat or week retreat and say yes i'm healed but yeah. it's a huge step forward yeah. and can really support that just like you can't just listen to one episode or one podcast yeah. about sex and like, I'm a super sexual person. We even talk about it here on the podcast, how just because we live this weekly doesn't mean we are overly sexual people or like yeah. we know the most about sex at all. But I mean, it's, it's a journey. Even some of the specialists, they're specialists in their one area, Yeah, you know, it's but true. that's so exciting. Yeah. So exciting for your retreat, June. 
Uh, it's going to be June 25th through the 28th. So where, where can people find that I was going to say, if someone's interested in snagging that ticket, um, I will... I bet it's gone by the time this airs. <laughs> However, we'll tease them for the next retreat. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. So I haven't been advertising it to fill that last space because I'm like, do I really need to? I don't know. But... Um, it's, uh, you can find it actually on our website. There's information about it and a place to book. Um, if you just go to silkandsaltphoto.com forward slash body image bootcamp 2022. So I think you could probably just do a Google search for silk and salt photography body image bootcamp. And I mm. think you'll be able to find the webpage that way. And it has all the information on there. So sweet. Yeah. So one thing I want to credit you both with was that this entire journey with you guys have, has been uh, like amazingly educational for me. Mm -hmm. And like, I've always thought of myself as a very accepting person. And so, but I was like, I don't necessarily know the definitions, but I'm cool with all you people in your, all your <laughs> shapes and forms. And, and however it is what that you, you choose by you people, well, you know what I mean? And we all know what I mean, but I mean, just like, I mean like me, myself, I learned a lot about me yeah. as a you people yeah. where I was like, Oh, I'm one of them. And so it was just, totally. it was like, and there was even moments where we would sit across the table and you guys would have in-depth conversations with either each other or an expert. And I'd be like, oh man, I'm fucking up. And so I'd like walk into the house afterwards and be like, Jamie, like, I'm really sorry. And like, I'm trying to be better, you know? And like, it's honestly helped with my relationship with Jamie. It's not like, you know, been as good as like seeing a therapist or anything, but it has been instrumental in me picking apart little things that, Maybe I can improve on or like, oh, I can just change my wording a little bit to be more inclusive to everybody. Yeah, and like yeah. a, one of the crowning moments so far for me is recently we've done some training for where we're training our trainers at work. And I made sure that we used inclusive language throughout the entire training process. Oh, shit, Brady. That is amazing. All of our new hires and our trainers. So. so you're not alone in that. Like, I really feel like this podcast benefited me tremendously. Just from, like, like I said, from the education standpoint, but I think it helped me become a better person as well. Mm -hmm. Because just exposure to all different types of people ways of being ways of seeing things mm -hmm. um like how can you not you know learn and grow from that so but well it was like a great opportunity to go from like reading articles where i was like yeah like i feel for people who are transgendered like that must be a struggle that's tough yeah and then just go from like reading those articles to getting to talk to someone who's like actually going through it and like mm -hmm. sort of like man you see like that human just, yeah, yeah just just being nice maybe isn't enough. I need to be find other ways to be more supportive. And so like I've changed the way that I vote or donate money or attend things. Yeah. Or just well, even stand up for people in your workplace with inclusive language. Yeah. yeah that's you a have huge privilege deal. that you are using to yep. support those who don't have that specific privilege. Yeah, and I just want to say that I have always appreciated how open-minded you are. Aww. I love how you'll come into any conversation and be like, I have an opinion about this, but I'm open to yours. Too. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else is that has, you know, I love to learn. And so yeah. like, it's always, it's, it's been really exciting. And like, I mean, honestly, like when we first met and you were in your current polycule at the time, I was like, Oh, I couldn't do that. That's crazy. I couldn't. There's I love no way. We always said that. There was like no way I could manage all the things that you were juggling at the time. Yeah. And then shortly after, I ended up with somebody living in my home. And yeah. I, you know, used, I was like, Pamela is doing this. It's possible. We just need to figure out our. A healthy example. Yeah. You know, we need, we need to figure out our things and try to to find that balance and stuff. And it was, you know, I went from like, well, I could never do that, but to, to then being like, Oh, well, actually I am. So it was cool to see that. And then also get to experience it myself. And so like, I'll never forget that. That's amazing. So thank you. Oh. No sappy comments for me. Thanks. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't I know. I'll probably get emotional. None, none are required. Um, I, I think I shared a lot of stuff on, um, my, the me myself and I podcast I did a whole episode of just me monologuing oh wow holy shit I, didn't hear that. I actually got a lot of great feedback on that one it was, like it just made me feel really really supported it was so really good for all the listeners who 
made it through that whole episode. I really appreciate it. Well, the thing, like you and I talked about it, and you were like, "My guest is canceled, and I don't know what to do." And I was like, "My guest didn't cancel." Oh, uh, she had connection issues. Oh, that's right. And 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 we just really really struggled. We couldn't even get through like planning another date, and yeah. her connection was just so bad. And so I was just like, you know what? Let's. And you were so willing. You were like, I'll, I'll hop on. We'll just we'll just do something. Yeah, I was on ready. Zoom. To, yeah, I was ready to run out to the and studio like, and zoom you. Let me just let me just hit record and see how it goes. And I was like, all right, we're I'm fucking posting it. We're doing it. And I just had a glass of wine. Just sipping by myself it's pretty but good it, but i got to like just really unload on not unload but like process all of the growth you know all of the things that like all of the lessons all of the things i've appreciated the struggles the the just even being a an oversharer i'm absolutely an oversharer you it doesn't bother me hmm. to realizing that crosses a lot of people's boundaries and some of the things i share other people are involved in and maybe they don't want that shared so mm. many things i mean i think those are the loudest lessons just because of those have been the most painful ones yeah but there's been countless others and just managing um connections and networking and all of that has just been wonderful super fun so what are we going to do to celebrate 100 episodes what what aren't we doing something I feel like there's been talk of. Are you trying to hint to what we should segue to, <laughs> Brady? Is this yeah. is this your attempt at a segue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or is it going to be over by the time this airs? So do we even need to talk about it? Um, it'll be over by the. Well, I no, this will air. We have our 100th episode party, May 28th. Mm-hmm. This airs before that. Axe throwing. <laughs> Axe throwing. You can still get your tickets online uh, at saltysexcast.com. They are $20, but if you use the code ILISTEN, you can get $5 off. Um, we're going to have Axtron, we have a DJ, we have yummy food that's a local caterer. We have Bonfire. A bonfire, a Salty Sex Cast signature beer what? that we are making with um, Ogden City Brew Supply. And it is a pomegranate lime it's my creation mm. like, holy shit that I'm just sounds so, amazing i'm so not even good. a beer drinker i'm not a beer anymore. drinker i like i love dark beer but it does terrible things to my body so oh. um but i'm i'm gonna i i'm buying my ticket i'm yes. gonna get my ticket for sure well you're gonna get a vip ticket but you know like yeah totally <laughs> we'll talk about it off air i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah absolutely and um it's gonna be really really fun oh also just a bartender and we're gonna have some other signature drinks and it's just gonna be so much fun it's just gonna be a fucking party Yep. And I love it. Lifestyle is, is the friendly. Open. That is the mm-hmm. after party, and that is invite only. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that what makes sense. What's going That's on? The, the hot tub is invite only after party. Oh, okay. Yes. You're welcome, Brady. Good. I just. <laughs> cool. And email us at saltysexcast at gmail.com if you want a camp spot. So if you're not from Utah or if you want to travel to Hooper and you need a spot to camp out, we have spots. That's yeah, so there's awesome. room. We right? got room. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what you were about to say? It's lifestyle friendly. What does that mean? It's lifestyle friendly. So, if you're looking for, um, we, I'm, I'm debating. I might do a wristband, um, because there's going to be a lot of. You got to do solo cups. Folks who are non-monogamous who would love to just come and meet others, like a meet and oh, greet, gotcha. and so okay. lifestyle, as in, not ethical non-monogamy either if, if you're a swinger or if you're looking for uh, so you can another have like date. color-coded wristbands yeah that's what i'm like i would be kind of fun so we'll we'll decide then i'm still still thinking about it photo booth um it's gonna be super great i'm super excited but this is our last bi-weekly episode oh. we are going back to weekly with our quickies quickies Salty Sex Cast will um, <laughs> is going to launch a new series called the Quickie um, or Quickies, and it's where we're going to have five to ten minute long episodes every other week in between our long form episodes. Um, that's just a quick, condensed, salty, sexy, educational chat. That's fabulous. It'll be super fun. I love the name. Thank you. Good job, guys. That that I can't take credit. That was definitely um a few other podcasters in the area so shout out to everyone who's just been supporters of the podcast thank you so much pamela for coming it's thank so you for inviting me fucking reunion wonderful. episode <laughs> just, it's kind of sad i'm like oh 
Um, but I just even hugging you outside the the uh, studio, I was just like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you forever. I have seen you from afar. Like I've seen you on posts yeah, on Facebook and everything. Social media. Yeah, but it's just not the same when yeah, you have I, separate things. And it's true. And you know, like I don't constant. really see anybody anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> the world has changed it is it ha- definitely has but come see people on may 28th yes i will definitely be there for that guys so it'll be fun me. super super awesome i'm super excited in your wedding another celebration yeah, yeah. so so i'm we did get married like i mentioned earlier in the episode but um we didn't have our wedding because covid uh so we're finally doing that this june yeah and, so fun. yeah um and it's gonna be super small just like in our backyard kind of thing but that's cute I'm though i think that's the it. best i'm very honored to be invited yeah, thank you with well, rsvp'd no she got told me to stay away she told me to stay away oh well <laughs> she's like no she's like i like I, you but, but i just don't know if you can be around there's only one room for <laughs> just, room for one it's just because brady's stinky yeah she's like i got a lot of nice things and you're yeah yeah <laughs> You'll probably have a take your clothes off. Yep. <laughs> Pamela, did I tell you about my exp- Were you still doing the show when I went camping to the nudist resort? No, I think that was right after I okay. left. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah, I uh, want to hear all about it. Do you get, um, We're at an hour. Do you want to hear about it now or do you want well, to? Well, we've already talked about it on, on air, so we'll just let everybody go and, and yeah. let them know. We'll see them next week. Uh, please, if you would like to support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast honestly just as little as five dollars a month um really does support us we've been able to get the air or the air out the word out the word okay about the podcast words have just been <laughs> switching on me anomic I, aphasia it's not anomic aphasia i know I'll but i haven't said it in so long i i found out about it and it's it's It'll get worse as I age. So we'll mm. talk later. Um, yeah. So anyway, super fun things. You're all amazing. I will see you next week. Stay sexy. And salty. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook.